Samsung unveiled its Galaxy A smartphones during its latest unpacked launch event today. Here's why the company opted for a splashy event to unveil a couple of mid-tier phones. I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. Here to talk about Samsung's latest is mobile expert Shara Tipkin. So what did Samsung launch at Unpacked? We've got uh, three new A-series phones. So the A52, A52 5G, and A72. So these are basically uh, Samsung's kind of more budget sort of phones. They're not, you know, 50 bucks, but they're, uh, you know, kind of around, you know, several hundred dollars less than its uh, flagship lines. And I, I know they dropped some international pricing. Can you give Give us a sense of how much these things cost. Yeah, so the A52 is 349 euros. Uh, that equates to about $415 in the US. Um, we, that's probably not what the pricing will actually be. We're, we don't have US pricing yet, so we're still waiting on that. Um, and then the A72 goes up to 449 euros, so $534. So basically, these are, um, you know, half price for the S21. The, the first, the entry level S21 is $800. Uh, so, you know, really trying to give a lot of high end specs, but for a lot less cost. And, you know, usually these are mid-tier phones. Usually, you know, they'll, they'll just release them via press release. Why did Samsung opt to hold a big event? Granted, it's a virtual event, but still it's a big event for what are essentially these, these mid-tier budget phones. Well, we're all kind of held captive at home, so I think part of it, part of it was, uh, why not? You know, we can have people, you know, get a lot of attention, have an event. Um, but another part of it is the fact that these phones are incredibly important for Samsung. Um, last year, three out of every phone sold or I guess shipped across the world came from the A series, um, you know, and in the U.S. it was, um, you know, also I'm sorry, th three out of how many phones? Out of every four. Three out of four phones. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's a big so it number. was, you know, it was, it, yeah, it's a huge number, um, you know, and that's globally. In the U.S., it's uh, closer to like twenty eight percent, but um, you know, still that's a huge percentage for one phone lineup, um, you know, and these aren't the phones that Samsung pushes as its greatest and, you know, has these huge events for it. And, you know, we see ads everywhere. So, you know, it's, it's just showing how much people care about the price of, of these devices that they're going to be buying. Yeah. And even that 20% number in the U S is pretty impressive considering they didn't do much marketing for this last year, right? Like there wasn't an event for this and they just sort of released these phones. And I think it was, was last year the first time they released a series phones in the U S uh, they last year was kind of, yeah, their first push big push with these. Um, you know, they've had these overseas for a long time. Um, but they haven't really had, had, you know, a huge push here, you know, here, like their focus has been the S 21. They're really, they're just high end phones. Uh, you know, like this is a market where there is more appetite for pricier devices. Um, so the, you know, they, last year was the first year they kind of, you know, launched a full lineup here. They had several devices that ranged from 110 up to, you know, 650. And um, these devices just ended up being really popular. And, you know, I think it really reflects the reality of, um, you know, 
what we're living in. And, and actually I misspoke. I think the percentage is actually 26%, but still it's, you know, it's, um, you know, a quarter of all phones shipped in the U S last year of Samsung's phones shipped in the U S were the a series. Right. And so we just listened to the, the 30 minute presentation and I, I do thank Samsung, Samsung for keeping it under 30 minutes. Uh, but there was a lot of awesome. They kept talking about awesome. Awesome is for everyone. So in that spirit, like what, what are some of the standout features? I wouldn't call them awesome, but what are some of the standout features for these new A-series phones? Uh, one thing I think people will find really attractive is the camera. Uh, you know, they have a 32 megapixel front facing camera. Uh, that's, I believe, better than what you can get in the S21. Um, they have, uh, they have four back lenses, which, um, you know, that's more than what you'll get in a lot of other Samsung devices and a lot of other products on the market. So, you know, they're really trying to position this as like a phone for younger people or for awesome people with their squads or whatever, whatever it was they were saying in the, I, the I have to admit that when I heard the term squad being used in that way, I, I genuinely questioned whether this was something people said and if I was just really, really old or <laughs> if this was something a marketing consultant told Samsung to say in the presentation to sound cool. I so, have no idea. I don't know. I'm not I'm not cool enough to know the difference at this point, but I'm going to start using it and we'll see what happens. Please, please like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call my kids a squad. They'll probably, they'll probably just walk away from me. They will be the most um, popular kids in school, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So beyond that, any other standout features? Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, big displays on these. They have huge batteries in the phones. You know, they're saying two day battery life. And that's something that our reviewers will have to test out to see if that's actually the case. Um, you know, it's getting a lot of the same things with the other Galaxy lines. So like three years of Android updates, four years of security updates, um, you know, which is acknowledging that people are holding on to these phones for longer. Like now in the US, people are uh, keeping their phones for about three years. And that could probably get even longer as we're seeing devices aren't really changing all that much. Um, you know, and then there's some things in the A series that you can't get in the galaxy S series anymore. So like, um, uh, headphone jacks, uh, expandable memory. So you can buy a micro SD card and add up to a terabyte of extra storage to this, you know, which is great if you're shooting all those awesome photo photos with your squad. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, you're also getting a charging brick in the box, um, which is an acknowledgement that a lot of people who buy the a series maybe don't have a Samsung phone already. Um, you know, so they actually do need the charger. Got it. And what are some of the trade-offs? If this is, if this thing is, you know, half the price potentially of an S21 or, uh, or, or close to half the price, what are you giving up? Um, you know, one of the things that we, that you're not getting is 5g in all of these devices. Uh, you know, of the three, they announced only one of them has 5g. Uh, you know, we'll have to see how that changes when the U S carriers start talking about what they're going to introduce. Um, you know, it could be that there's going to be a 5G version of the A71 that goes just to T-Mobile or whatever. Um, we don't know that yet. But, um, you know, with the S21 lineup, all of those devices have 5G right away. So you're, you're basically getting 
you know, 5G for free kind of uh, with with the S21, you know, so that's one of the things, you know, there's other smaller things, um, you know, things, but things that people could care about, um, uh, you know, this is, these devices are 4K video, S21, 8K. So if that, those are things that you really care about, um, you know, you might want to consider the more expensive devices, but I mean, but generally these phones do have the new a series phones do have a lot of, um, you know, higher end features that are not found commonly in more mainstream priced device devices. Yeah. And that, I mean, I guess that begs the question, because it seems like you're getting a lot and really most like maybe 80 to 90% of what you would get on a flagship phone, you know, things like 8k video. I don't think a lot of folks care about, like I personally don't care about, so I guess back to the question, like, do you really need a Galaxy S flagship phone? Well, three out of four people last year said no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you know, go. It really, it really does. It, you know, if if you want the latest and greatest, and um, you know, you want to be able to show this off, I guess you could go for the S twenty one. I mean, it, it's really up to just individual preference and what you want to spend. Um, you know, we've started to really see a pushback against the thousand dollar price point that had become the norm for several years. You know, thanks to Apple and Samsung and that's not necessarily going to be the case anymore. Um, you know, the S21 is even $200 cheaper than the previous year's S20. So, um, you know, people are thinking about price more. We are holding on to the devices longer. So there has to be either a really compelling reason to get you to upgrade, or it has to be a really compelling price, um, you know, along with a lot of great features to get people to buy new devices. Got it. And the other news is Samsung essentially confirming, I think at a shareholder event uh, yesterday, that there there wouldn't be a new Note phone. So in the spirit of this conversation about the fact that we're kind of changing things up and probably looking at, at price as a more important factor, do you think that the Note is is gone completely? Do you think this is sort of a, a blip for, for the year, given that we're still in these uncertain times? What do you think is the, the ultimate fate of the Note? I don't think that they said it's gone forever. I think that they said they're still going to take care of their Note fans. It's just that they're not going to have one this year. Um, you know, there's probably a lot of considerations that went into that. Um, you know, people being price conscious, uh, you know, coming out with a lot of these more mainstream devices. Um, and then the fact that there is a major chip shortage going on. It is, um, you know, basically demand is huge and the factories that build these chips can't keep up with what is needed. Um, you know, we talked to Qualcomm's incoming CEO recently, and, you know, this is something that he talked about and said that, you know, it's affecting phones and it's affecting Samsung. So it could be a decision where they're like, okay, well, we can't get as many components as we need to have all of these various phones. So we're going to prioritize our best sellers and steer the components to those. Um, you know, we could see them coming out with another FE model this year. You know, that was something that Samsung told me that they want to do. They want to continue that lineup. You know, that was a version of the S20 that was, you know, almost more positioned like how the A series was today for like, you know, creators and, you know, less, um, you know, less, uh, you know, high end specs, but, you know, better pricing, uh, you know, so I don't think the note is 
completely dead. I think that they're having to try to figure out where does the note fit in when our new highest end product are foldables. And, you know, we're bringing, they're bringing things like the stylus, the S pen to the regular galaxy S line. Um, but you know, I hope it's not dead. I think, you know, the note is really popular with a lot of people and it does, you know, have some really unique features that you can't get basically in any other devices on the market. Gotcha. Well, I, for one, am uh, appreciative of the trend of phone prices going down in general. So uh, lots to consider with Samsung. Shara, thanks for your time. You can check out our story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.